The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power in captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross and J-Rod here with you. We'll go over today's MLB card in just a bit, but first, J-Rod, it's interesting, as I was looking at, uh, say, like the schedule for all-star activities and events and all that fun stuff, as I plan out my life over the next week or so, the Major League Baseball draft is this weekend, and I remember it being, like, during college baseball playoffs like maybe during the college world series or during the super regionals or just before the super regional, something like that. I mean, you're down in Miami. So obviously you, you know a lot about college baseball and that's when we would talk about the draft and uh, you'd have storylines as far as, okay, so-and-so is going to the pirates or so-and-so is going to the diamondbacks. And what does this mean? And now this is their last chance to enjoy college before they, they sign up and go to the minors or whatever. But boy, this feels late and it's kind of messing with my chi a little bit. <laughs> Listen, I think your chakras will be in, in, in hi buddy. He, my dog isn't happy about this too. Why don't you just sit down here, buddy? So uh, Finley guy got his SAG card. So he, he needs to get paid for this as well. Uh, so here, here's the deal. I think there's, there's two reasons and, and maybe I've lived in Miami too, too long. And, and, and I have sort of, uh, I think the worst of people, but if you're a major league team, I wouldn't want to draft somebody after the College World Series. I don't, want, I don't want to draft somebody and they get hurt during the College World Series. That's one of them. But I think also, you know what, for, for Major League Baseball having the best all-star game of all the sports, they probably have 
the least interesting draft of all the sports. So it, it, the, all the eyes and the ears will be, and the media will be uh, associated to All-Star Weekend. So wh- why not try to tag it near or, or close to the All-Star game? I, I, in fact, I would even push it back uh, to really coincide. You know, that Sunday, for example, I had to do a double take that the Dodgers don't play the Sunday before the All-Star game. You know, I would almost maybe even have everybody take that Sunday off so they can travel to the All-Star game and then make that the draft in the city of the All-Star game. That way, uh, all the media is there. All, they're there anyway, so they have to cover it. Could, way, could be a way to get more eyes and ears on, on a draft that really a lot of people don't pay attention to. You do have a lot of rounds and a lot of things that you have to cram together in a really short period of time because you're right. Like baseball's draft is perhaps less interesting. Part of the reason is because you have so many more rounds in baseball uh, than you do in the NFL, NBA, et cetera. And so the thing can drag out forever and ever. So that definitely is a part of it. As I look at the uh, draft board, and we'll talk about this later in the week, I'm sure, uh, but first overall pick, Paul Skeens, uh, the pitcher out of LSU, minus 150, the favorite. Dylan Cruz, LSU outfielder, plus 155. And then after that, uh, a massive drop-off as far as uh, payout's concerned. It, I mean, I know Dylan Cruz got a lot of pub coming in, but with the way Paul Skeens has been pitching and the fact that he might be pitching in the majors later this year, uh, yes. that may be uh, sort of the deciding factor to where even at minus 150, there's value there. Yeah, I mean, I remember listening, uh, I believe it was uh, uh, BetMGM Tonight on, on this very network where that, where that even came up, where, where Skeen could be, I believe the Pirates have the number one pick, he could be pitching in September uh, for them. Uh, that would be crazy. And I think that's really why the Major League Baseball draft doesn't get the juice it isn't as sexy because in the nfl you draft a guy and then you're going to see him in a couple of months playing same thing in the nba in baseball you draft a guy you might not see that person for three or four years and you forget (laughs) that they were even there yeah the uh conversations as far as uh which draft class was the best uh, over a, a lengthy stretch we kind of forget who was drafted when and then if they actually played that year or maybe they were drafted more than once like those conversations uh, are fleeting to say the least uh but yeah i'm with you that this could be one of those rare exceptions where the players that are drafted uh start to play right away and uh, definitely Skeens is leading the way as far as that's concerned. Let's move on now to today's uh, MLB card. And uh, again, friendly reminder to get your survivor picks in because the first game on today's card uh, starts at 2 o'clock Eastern time uh, between the Astros and the Rangers. Important matchup in the AL West, I would say. But as far as my card is concerned, I want to start with the Orioles and the Yankees. And... Pitching for the New York Yankees is none other than the man who came off of a perfect game, and that man is... Domingo Herman. Where's Erin? Where's Erin? She... This is, this is her bit. Domingo Herman. I, I'm doing it by proxy. She's asked me to make sure that you uh, take care of it. <laughs> yes, so, yes, uh, yes. you know, the, the she'll, royalties she'll, she'll will be... She'll catch on the podcast later on. yeah yeah exactly yeah she'll be very happy it'll be good uh so here's my question for you herman his last two starts prior to his perfect game were uh not good uh you gave up a lot of earned runs in just a few innings in, in both starts and then he had that perfect game 
Yes, it was against the A's, but the A's are still a major league baseball team, and so it's still an impressive, perfect game. And he did it in less than 100 pitches. My question, though, is, is that an obvious place for regression to the mean? Because I think that the poor starts are more indicative of what to expect from him than, say, the perfect game was. I don't think exhaustion is a factor here because he was quite efficient in his perfect game. But I do wonder if natural regression is just going to happen, especially against Baltimore. And if that's the case, then there may be some great value backing the O.C. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus Absolutely. Listen, I've already made the bet. It was I, Orioles money line minus one fifteen. I got it in this morning at, at BetMGM. You know, here here's my theory about this whole thing. If you're the Baltimore Orioles, you're going into Yankee Stadium. It's going to be a big holiday crowd. Guy just pitches a perfect game. You almost wonder if Domingo Herman mentally is going to be ready for this game. Is, is he, does he think now that he's, the, he's now the greatest pitcher in baseball? Does he come into this game not, you know, think, reading, the, reading the press clippings or reading his internet articles? Is he really going to be into this? I mean, this is a prime fade Domingo Herman. I also love, yes, run first inning. I, I, I think it's a great opportunity. To, I think the Orioles are going to jump on Herman early. I think they're going to come super focused in this game because, again, this guy just pitched a perfect game. He's not going to come anywhere near uh, and do that against us. So I think the Orioles are going to come out gangbusters. I love, the, I love the, the yes run first inning, and I love the Orioles' money line at minus 115. 
On the bump for Baltimore, Tyler Wells. Good history against these current Yankees. Batting average allowed of 183, Woba allowed of 254, strikeout rate of 29.6%, and this is nearly in 100 plate appearances. That's really, really stellar going up against a pitcher who we both believe will suffer some regression to the mean. To me, that is a a dynamite uh, combination to back the O's here. And now as I look at the numbers uh, on BetMGM, uh, minus 110 each way. And so backing Baltimore makes a lot of sense. If you want to do the run line, it's plus 150 for Baltimore. Uh, I may not go that far, uh, but at minus 110, uh, I'm pretty comfortable with that one. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not as juiced as you would think because, again, considering the Orioles for some would be the obvious play here, um, I, I, I really think, shoot, I, I, now I feel bad I got a minus 115. I'm going to have to go back and get some more at minus 110. <laughs> go for it. Go for and it. I, before you really, do that. I'll, I'll, I'll treat myself. Yeah, Paul. I was just going to say, and like kind of aligned with the your fee that J-Rod's going to be on, Like I'm more looking at the Orioles team total. Um, so you can get over four. For the game at minus 120 so that's going to be the way i'm going to play I just think those bats are all kind of aligned um and obviously regression coming so we think yeah i i like that play definitely like that play uh before you uh continue to bet on that uh j-rod what else is on your card today well another another early game is in dc between the reds and the nationals you got luke weaver against jake irvin uh, and these bullpens are both on fire. They're gasoline alleys. Uh, over 10 and a half, a lot of runs, but I think, I don't know how long these starting pitchers are going to be in this game. Uh, Cincinnati's offense is ridiculous, and even the Nats are starting to play good baseball. The Nats are starting to hit and be much more competitive, so I love the over 10 and a half runs in, in that game, and uh, the Royals and the Twins, I love Joe Ryan being on the mound for Minnesota, uh, lots of strikeouts in that Kansas City lineup. Um, Over six and a half strikeouts, even money. I love that bet. I love Joe Ryan over six and a half strikeouts at even money. Really glad you brought up the Reds and the Nationals here. First off, a total of 10 and a half should not scare anybody. Uh, Heck, Cincinnati could could steal enough bases and and get to 11 by themselves the way that they've been playing. So that is a possibility. Other thing, too, is that Luke Weaver on the mound for Cincinnati, he is due for positive regression when you look at Woba x Woba difference. And he's going up against a pitcher with a whip of 1.49. That's not good. A 16th percentile in strikeout rate. That's not good. And a fourth percentile in chase rate. That's really, really bad. Cincinnati (laughs) has the pitching advantage here. And look, on the money line, it's minus 115. Really, really close. But I think it's a little bit more lopsided than that. I think the red should be just fine here. Maybe a first five play, uh, maybe what I end up doing. And uh, if I do that, uh, first five minus 115 on the money line for the reds, I feel good about that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, multiple games that I, that I love out here. Game out here tonight. Yeah. You got the Cardinals and the Marlins here in Miami tonight. Marlins stinging after getting swept and got beat from pillar to post by the Atlanta Braves. And it's funny, Miami went to Boston, swept the Red Sox. Everyone was talking, look what the Panthers did to the Bruins. Look what the Heat did to the Celtics. And now the Marlins go to Boston, sweep the Red Sox. Why aren't the Marlins on Sunday night baseball against the Braves? Ah, bah, bah. And 
Atlanta beat them from pillar to post. So they come back a little bit, their tail between their legs, and they play the Cardinals this week uh, here in Miami. Uh, Miles, Miles Mickles against uh, Braxton Garrett, who has been awesome. Braxton Garrett has been awesome for the Marlins. 2.14 ERA, 45 strikeouts to four walks uh, in, his, in his last few starts. Marlins minus 125 on the money line. I think that's a good bet. Uh, you know, I think he has been pitching well. I think Miami is going to get well against the Cardinals. And I love the Nerfy. No runs first inning in that game. The Nerfy has been – Nerfy made me some serious cash this weekend, so I'm hooked. Get it in my <laughs> veins. Get it in my veins, Ed. It's, it's in your puppy's veins, too. Uh, it's yeah, definitely – uh, that's your chicken. He's over here. Yeah. I'm talking, and he's like, are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? <laughs> of course. Yeah, that, that's only fair. Yeah, animals always assume you're talking to them, even when you're on the phone or definitely not looking in their direction. They still believe that they are the ones being addressed. That's just how it works. Yeah. A couple others to throw at you guys. Um, uh-huh. I know we've gone the other way, and Jake's not here, on Blake Snell. Um, R.I.P. We Jake. believe in him. <laughs> yeah, R.I.P. Jake. We believe in him to a point. Um, and at least I'm seeing him listed as today's starter. Uh, I guess one site has it TBD, but I believe it's Snell today. Um, should he be a minus 180 favorite? Should the Padres be a minus 180 favorite to anyone these days going against the Angels as a plus 152 dog? That's at least caught my eye. And then I know, J-Rod, you're on the Joe Ryan strikeouts over – it's been a little dicey for Joe. Not, not to hammer Jake, but we pretty much rip everyone when they're not on when they're not actually on the show. But one of Jake's Cy Young plays Joe Ryan. I mean, he's given up six earned in two of his last three starts. Like he has not been that Cy Young guy. And I mean, granted, one was the Braves, the other was the Tigers. So it's not like these are against juggernaut all juggernauts. So I'm just wondering if it's like a maybe a first five or um something like that if there's any value going against joe ryan i mean two to one dogs the royals are today uh first five they are more like plus 182 so in the neighborhood just wondering if there's any of those are worth a shot either way well i will tell you this the royals just came off beating the dodgers two out of three and they hit the ball like crazy. They they got five in the first inning off Julio Urias. Now, granted, it's his first start coming back off the injured list, but they jumped all over him. They got nine runs yesterday on Sunday against the Dodgers. That Kansas City offense exploded against the Dodger pitching, which I think shows tells you more about Dodger pitching than necessarily than Kansas City hitting. Um, the one The one bet that I'm really looking at, is and, and and I wouldn't put a lot on it, but I think it would be an interesting play. Is again going back to Joe Ryan, and I know we're trying to fade him, but over eighteen and a half out, so it means he's got to get into the seventh inning at plus one thirty. Granted, we, pitchers don't go into the seventh inning a lot, but again, I think there's some regression with the Royals that's bound to happen. I think there's a lot of strikeouts in that lineup, so I think the I think Joe Ryan could pitch well, and the Royals, except if you're the Dodgers. The Royals are just what the Dodger, just what the doctor ordered uh, for a pitcher trying to get well. I need to look up what the Royals' swinging strike rate is because I think you're on to something. I, I there's more investigating for that one to for me to bet on it, but 
definitely the makeup of Royals hitting would lead me to believe that there are ways that you can get to that over outs prop. I want to look into it more, but I think that makes a lot of sense. As, as for the, the Padres, I, I'm with you completely, Paul. Uh, they, they should not be that heavy a favorite against the Angels. I mean, you still have incredible hitting. They could definitely uh, shellack them. This is BetQL Daily. Right. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, BetQL Court. G. who are we going to take to court this weekend? Right here on the BetQL Network.